Welcome back. Are we singing because we're talking about the Grammys today? Or? Yeah. I, you know what? I thought it's time for the world. <laughs> I was just going to say it's time for the world to hear that I'm a good singer. But then hmm. I realized they just heard me sing. So the joke wouldn't even land. Your hair's untied. You're such a good singer. I feel like we just recorded, no? We actually recorded on Sunday. It was just a oh, long, today's short Sunday. week. Oh, you're right. I think there's just a lot to do. Okay, let's roll that intro. Hey guys, I'm Jada. And I'm Tinny. And this is Necessary Drama. Welcome back, you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Welcome back. And this is episode 11. Last week, we thought it was episode 9. Not we. I did. Okay. I did. I I didn't know, so I just believed you because I wasn't sure. Yeah, but you did say episode 10, and I said no, but I cut it out so I sounded right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the power of editing, folks. I I was like, I'm going to make myself sound so right right now. And then I was... (laughs) absolutely wrong we, we had a whole bickering session on the last episode and you were like are you sure and i was like anyways sorry it's okay i mean it doesn't matter episode 11 now 11 a lucky number what are we That's halfway true. through the season i don't really know how long are we gonna do season one you think well i have not thought about how long and i don't want to it's okay yeah i don't either i'm just going with the flow that was our that was our um our speaking of music today's episode we're talking about like the grammys and stuff but we released our march monthly mixtape our monthly mixtape of march was all about just vibes because we both uh are trying really hard not to think (laughs) doesn't make any sense we are both just struggling question mark due to the fact that we've been in a pandemic for one entire year as of March 13th, or I guess longer than that, but for lockdown anniversary or whatever you want to call it, that was March 13th. And our mental health has been struggling. So we made a playlist about filled with songs that are just about good vibes because that's what we listen to when we try to have better moods. Fun fact about me is I just actually switched out one song for another song just now because did you put dynamite in there no but i actually let me do that because i have another song i wanted to take out so i want to add it from my side of the playlist but i will add it but i just added a different song that i had heard on tiktok and it's just so happy go lucky and i was like this is the song i needed in this playlist so i took out one you just added one yeah oh well good that's exciting i was listening to your songs and i really liked them wait did you take out which Oh, no, you didn't. I really like the Remy Wolf and Dominic Fike. It's good, right? Put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good vibes. All right. Um, before we get into me- music or Grammys, our regular topics, let's do Unhinged or Unbothered. I almost forgot what it was called. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to be honest. It was a very rough week last week. I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to talk about it, and I'm not going to go into details, but... 
I had a really hard week last week and um, just with mental health and um, I struggle with anxiety, uh, like chronic anxiety or I don't know what it's called, I guess. I guess it's like crippling. It's I don't want to say crippling because it is, but um, I struggle with like daily anxiety, I would say. Mm. And so sometimes when things are challenging in my life or things are uncertain in my life, it spikes up and makes and is worse and gets worse. And it causes me to downward spiral and not be well in my brain. Um, so I had a definitely an un, unhinged, an unhinged week last week. And, you know, it I had a lot of highs, honestly, but it also had a lot of low lows. And I'm just happy that I made it through the week. And um, I am going to therapy. So that's fun. And I just recognize that sometimes we just have harder weeks than others. But um, yeah. That was my week. I don't know if I even talked about exactly what it was, but I don't want to get into it because I'm trying not to dwell on it too much. Point is, I was unhinged. It was a rough week. Mental health, struggling, and that's okay. And uh, just looking forward to better days. Yeah, I'm proud of you and thankful for you bringing up your struggles of the week and proud of you for just being vulnerable in that because I think that is something that a lot of people can relate to and I think more people should be open about it because I think we talk about this a lot I think suppressing those types of emotions is what allows it for allows those types of emotions to manifest deeper into who you not who you are but just how you go about your days so proud of you for opening up about that and thank you I, well, thank you for being there for me, I should say. Oh, also, Jada was there for me last week, and I really appreciated it, and I really needed that, so thank you. You're welcome, but you've been there for me plenty of times, and I you know, can hardly repay you for all those, so I appreciate you for allowing me to be there for you, because I know that you like to handle things on your own sometimes, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, For me, I honestly, I feel like you know, on the train of mental health, like, and we, like, I've brought up many times, especially in the past few episodes, just where we are in terms of timeline with, like, the pandemic and different things, and I really should probably stop bringing that up because we just talk about it so much, but I feel like I also was kind of having a rough week, but not as bad as, as you were, I think, like, as, at least in this specific week, like, I think that I also struggle with anxiety for sure and I think I just have or I know I have for my entire life so right now I think in my life I'm in a place where I can handle it and I experience more high functioning anxiety rather than crippling anxiety as I have in the past um but I've been just very emotional I think I didn't even say I'm gonna say that I was unbothered actually no I'm gonna say that I'm unhinged and just be truthful and honest but it wasn't in a way where I was kind of upset by it um I I just encountered a lot of different scenarios that made me feel especially emotional but I felt especially connected to my humanity if you will I don't know like I I cried a lot in the last week and it felt good and I think I needed to release some of that energy that I had so I'm thankful for my unhinged week that I've had 
and thankful that I had a lot of people around me during the week, including you, even though you were also struggling to uplift me and make me feel better and remind me that it's okay to have those bad days. And I think that it's okay to also recognize that when you do feel bad, if you're frustrated with yourself because you want to feel better, that's okay too. I feel like that's what we struggle with a lot is like we don't like feeling down in the dumps. So we try to do everything in our power to want to be better. And I think that it's okay to just sometimes feel that but not take action and just let the feelings go where they need to go. So yeah, that's where we are this week. Um, I think it's starting to turn around for me, though, as of today. I didn't really do much, but I just felt better. <laughs> oh, so well, that's the best yeah. when you don't do much, but you just feel better. Yeah. Um. So the Grammys. I think that's what our main topic point, I guess, is. We. I feel like we're, ho- like, about to host the Grammys after show or something, you know? Like, oh, so this is what happened. Like, cover all the details. But I don't know. We... Today is March 14th and we the Grammys were tonight and we both watched it and we just wanted to kind of talk about it because we felt like it was a cool, a very unprecedented style of how they did the Grammys this year and it was very interesting to watch, uh, mm-hmm. especially just after a year of all these different types of live performances and live shows that they've tried to integrate into the media. So yeah, what do yeah. you think about it? I really, really enjoyed it. I thought that they did a great job of making uh, do with what they had and kind of making it still an interesting show and not, uh, I don't know, it felt kind of, it felt kind of normal. Like, obviously, there's definitely different things about it, but I thought that they made the not so normal things a cool aspect of it, not mm-hmm. like, a, oh, of course, they had to do that because of COVID. It yeah. was like, oh, that's kind of rad that they did yeah. that and like had a performance out on the street instead of whatever it reminded me kind of of the mtv awards where they always have it like everywhere and i'll never forget Katy perry's performance of roar underneath the brooklyn bridge when i saw that on tv i was like Mm -hmm. that's sick and so like this is getting ahead of myself but bts performed because they can't fly out here so they literally performed in korea in a set but they made a set look exactly like they were at the Grammys and then they like did a rooftop dance that kind of looked like downtown LA even though it was downtown South Korea. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's so funny that you mentioned that because I literally, I was taking notes when I was watching it so I didn't forget the things I wanted to say. But I wrote, I literally wrote, a lot of the artist features gave me MTV vibes circa 2000 um, because just the way that, like I really, I don't know if they always do this, but like the artist features that they had uh, I, like, don't I don't do. think they normally do that in the Grammys, no. right? But like watching those like reminded me of those little features they would have on MTV and stuff. And I thought it was so cool. And the creative direction of just the whole show in general made me, I was just in awe. And I was like, wow, I wish I could have been a part of that. Like that was just so cool the way they filmed everything and just the way they had it set up. So I thought it was really awesome and interesting. And I think that also I wanted to mention, like I was really not apprehensive but I was just interested going into how they would go about the whole Grammys because I know there's been like a lot of scandals I guess going on with the whole the academy and with different peoples and different people who are in the leadership position and whatnot and a lot of artists have been kind of giving the Grammys backlash and I don't know it's just it was very interesting to see it like more people speak out about it yeah, And I think that it's awesome. And I think they were taking great strides, but I was just interested to see how they would kind of go about, um, you know, putting the Grammys together, especially just after such a like very, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like intense year in the media for the Grammys. Um, But I think that from a lot of what I saw, I think they did a good job with it. So it was cool to watch. And it was, I thought about how also like, it's crazy that the day that Kobe passed away, that was the Grammys, right? Yeah. It was the Grammys on the day that Kobe passed away. And it's crazy that now, like, we're watching the Grammys a year later after this entire year. And, like, just to see, like, the integration of different, uh, just the social climate and how they, like, kind of put that into the show, which is super interesting. And I just feel like award shows in general and just, like, pop culture is, like, a super cool way to, like, look back on certain times in our life. And, like, I feel like if I ever watch clips from the Grammys of this year in the future like it'll be very interesting so yeah (laughs) i i agree i have so many thoughts first starting off with none other than the love of our lives the world's sweetheart the world's lover i swear to god every single person you talk to loves this person and it is harry Mm -hmm. styles Oh oh my god my god lots of things about this number one the leather pantsuit with no shirt underneath and the boa scarf. Oh. Thank you, next. That is amazing. Thank I, you. That's, that's all I have to say. I'm just I, so... I was drooling over that performance. Thank God I have a big TV to watch on because, wow, I was very happy to see <laughs> him on my large television. Yeah, I I missed the first half of the Grammys because I accidentally... <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out, but you could call yourself no, out. I don't care. It's fine. I'll be vulnerable. I did that, but I was like, I have to find Harry Styles' performance. I have to watch it. So I like looked it up on the Rolling Stones and made sure I watched it before picking up in the second half of the Grammys. And I just... Like, I was talking to Tony about this before we started recording, and like, I'm upset. It's genuinely upsetting, like, the way I feel about him. And it's it's kind of heartbreaking because I just know that the whole world feels that way she he they them everybody everybody feels the same way about this man and rightfully so but i it hurts me because i'm like i i'm not just a fan like i'm in love with him i'm in love with him and i don't see a flaw and i know that there's no such thing as a perfect person but i won't accept that he's a flaw i just won't it's just he's just too amazing i i just don't understand how he exists Ex- I gen- I'm like, what did we do? Like, but to, like, like, this is why I don't think I'll ever find that. a husband because, like, my standards are that they look like Harry Styles and they're talented <laughs> as Harry Styles. And right. That right. would be a one in a million person. So, see, yeah. I don't know if, like, I, I totally relate to that. I don't think I'm, like, I just, he's just on a different playing field. Like, I can't ever try to compare somebody to him because okay. it just won't ever happen. Okay. So, I think. See, I'm basing just like gonna... my life based off of him. So poor. I mean, you know what? That's poor future that's good, husband. Though. My poor future husband. It's true. If like in the chance that I like in the chance, no. It, I'm when I have a family and have kids. Like if it so happened that I were to okay, I shouldn't say that about my kids, but like to my future husband, I don't care if we're married twenty years. If Harry Styles like gives me an opportunity, like I'm jumping ship. Like I just want it to be known now. Like putting like, it out there, so the I'll shot. like I'll let you don't have me, and like, I'm not going to compare you. But don't get too cocky because if it comes around, time comes around, like it's sayonara, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Just remember mm-hmm. that. So 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying this as I'm completely single, but hey, it's fine. <laughs> you never know. You never so know. Anyways, and of course, he performed Watermelon Sugar. <sighs> Just phenomenal. The dance moves, everything about it. Oh, we could yes. talk about it for ages, Just but amazing. I really think we should move on. <laughs> um, I really want to really quickly want to talk about this because this is one thing that stood out to me, I think, in the part that you hadn't watched yet um, was mm-hmm. um, Mickey. Uh, gosh, her name is it's spelled Guyton, Guyton, Mickey Guyton. And she mm-hmm. performed in the um, country music section of the grant. And uh, she sang her song Black Like Me. But the power, the power behind her performance was just so beautiful. And it was so, um, it was so simple, but so simply, so simplistically beautiful that like she was just standing there in her gorgeous golden sparkly dress. Like it was perfectly laid out. It was just mesmerizing. And then she had a, a choir behind her singing backup vocals. And I, it was it was phenomenal because it was so simple, but you, it made you hear the message of the song. It made you hear who she's singing for and why she is standing mm-hmm. on that stage singing and what that song me- means to her and, and uh, everyone around her. And so I just, I, I, that stood out to me as a, as a key performance part of the Grammys. Uh, I, 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 I mean, from my critique, my, my eye of we're very critical people. Also, everybody should know. We were in show <laughs> choir, so unfortunately, we judge every single performance a little bit too much, I would say. Yeah. But this, I was just like, holy shiza, and I just had chills all up my body, so. Which I found yeah, out. I Sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but really fast. Right. I found out on TikTok, it's not normal to be able to get chills from music, and it's like something to do with your brain, and only like certain amount of people have it in their brain, and I think it's musically talented, pe- mus- talented. musical people. <laughs> I'm not talented. It's <laughs> yeah. musical people who like have music in their lives, like their brain allows them to like feel that because that's a feeling that you feel from music. Interesting, yeah. Anyways, sorry. But anyway, she gave me chills. That's crazy. Beautiful performance. If you have to see one performance, I would recommend this one as well. It's funny because I actually like, I caught the very tail tail end of that and I wanted to go back and watch the whole thing because even like literally just towards the end, I was like, wow, this was kind of a cool thing. I I didn't even know who that artist was. And I was like, I want to figure out who this person is because... That was really amazing. And um, I think it's like funny because I feel like the way that we're recording this, it's as if we're like doing like the Grammy after show. But I feel like the main reason why we want to talk about the Grammys, other than the fact that it was like the big thing that happened this week, is because to me, like, it's, and it's always like this, I feel like award shows and just like, at least in the time that I've grown up, getting to see people who look like me and those types of venues and events like really matter. And it really is what empowers me. And I feel like we'll touch on this later, like, like Meg the Sally, like a lot of stuff that she said, like, I totally related to just this idea of representation and, you know, putting that on the screen. And I I think it's really awesome that they featured those types of artists tonight. And in a way that they didn't really try to, I don't know, like a lot of the songs also that they allowed for these artists to sing, I think were very, um, um, I don't know, like just very. I, I don't want to use the word controversial, but it was very like it's specific. Out of the Grammy comfort zone. Yes, it was out of the Grammy comfort zone. I thought it was really cool. So yeah, I I, I did like the performance. I want to see the whole thing now for sure. But um... oh, also Billie Eilish. Sorry, I just <laughs> no, totally like right. transitioned, but I just remembered back to the first part of 
Billie Eilish 10 to 10 performance as oh, always my sure. queen I am literally obsessed with her probably a little bit too much <laughs> well you've been like a Billie stan since like Ocean Eyes I have like the original th- time when Ocean Eyes you. came out thank like, you thank I you wanna, thank you yeah Billie Eilish has I've been a stan I actually since I think the end of senior year of high school Mm-hmm. And if you know Billy's story, sorry, really quick tangent. She actually like blew up over the last five years of her life. But like I knew her literally like when she was playing smaller venues and stuff. Yeah. And I just, I just feel so proud of myself because I knew, <gasps> I knew, I yeah. knew there was something there. And before she even had her big new album come out that she won all those Grammys for last year, mm-hmm. I love her first album, like her first yeah. EP. I am obsessed with it. I love all of her singles. I love everything she does. Mm-hmm. And she's just like my, I feel like I'm a stage mom when I talk about her <laughs> because she is only two years younger than me, but, or three years younger than me. But yeah, three. Yeah, three. Yeah. Three years younger than me. But I feel like I'm like, oh, that's my baby, you know? And yeah. I want to give her no, a big hug and say thank you because for fucking awesome. And her, like, not to go off tangent even further, but her documentary, because I feel like a lot of people oh. have talked about it, it's so amazing. And it, it makes me, I don't know what it is about that documentary because so many other people felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And I've, I feel like I'm obsessed with documentaries about artists just in general. Like, it makes me really appreciate the artists for who they are. But this one, like, just blew me out of the water I don't know maybe it's just because it was so I, raw like I feel I like think it's because the purpose of the documentary was not to follow a person coming up in fame it right. was to follow a young girl a young lady who was doing what lived in LA was making music in her bedroom was doing all right and like her whole family was oriented around music but she wasn't famous when this yeah, documentary was pitched to her right. family mm-hmm. she she just was like this this director just saw this idea of oh like, gosh, wow, it's so right. cool to follow someone who is just a normal person living in LA who just starts making music in their bedroom and what that looks like to them. Yeah. Not sh- not realizing that in those She's five years up. they yeah. were filming that documentary, she became the number one pop star in the world. Quite it's literally. So true. That's and actually- that's why it's insane because the purpose of the documentary was not to make this girl famous. It was just to follow her life very raw and very neutral, nothing special. Yeah, that's actually, you're totally right. Because something that I did actually love about it was like, like the Grammy was, the Grammys was such a small segment. And like even Coachella, like, yeah, that was not like a huge part of it. But the, the what they showed had nothing to do with like, like it was her experience. Like it wasn't like, oh, all these people are here. And yeah. It was like, what happened to her? Yeah. Not like. How, you know and it shows else. that's like exactly like their relationship start part mm-hmm. of their life like oh, okay we're really going on yeah. but anyways <laughs> watch no, the Billy Eilish documentary really. if you haven't yeah. and it's we're so only awesome. one degree away from her so I hope that she yeah. doesn't ever listen to this I think I'm weird <laughs> because I, I really like her <laughs> that's true well no I think she no she even talks about it in the documentary like how she appreciates her fans and she doesn't think that they're fans like it's I respect her as a person and I think she she knows that a lot of her fans feel the same way because of what her music says and like how it yeah how she um you know just shows herself so that's super cool yeah um speaking I just want to I know this is towards the not like towards the end but one of the performances that I really wanted to just go into and one of the artists that I think were like had a really big highlight this year is Miss Meg Thee Stallion my mother forking queen 
Well, I like got um. This is like embarrassing, not embarrassing, but I like got emotional watching performance because if you saw it, like it's not a very emotional performance no. at all. What do you mean? That was amazing. Her that was empowering for her sure. Her performance blew me out of the water. Yes, and like I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because of the age that I'm in or what, but like I was just watching this and like to see someone that I genuinely and like I feel like I like. I'm not gonna say look like or I'm not gonna flatter myself that much, but like uh like I relate to and like it's not just this like in all respect to her as I'm trying to say this in like the best way, like someone who's not trying to like fit into the certain standard of beauty or whatever you wanna call it, like performance, anything. Like she even like her comment of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do like what would Beyonce do but make it ratchet. Like she's so just yeah. her own person and puts herself out there and it made me feel so like just empowered to see this whole performance and freaking her moves first of all amazing okay. yes because there were some performers not gonna name names who could not dance and sing at the same time or could not dance and you know what it took away from the whole show if they it's just had stopped dancing it would have been so much better but it's meg true. i was like please keep going please shake that yeah, ass no you're totally more. right like, literally <laughs> Yeah, no, but Meg was, like, going for it, and I was like, oh, girl, like, you, like, oh, my gosh, I was just obsessed with it, and her my, speeches I was were... Fl- I was floored, 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 and was, I don't know what I was expecting, it was not that, and I was thoroughly impressed with it, like, I was so happy yeah. it wasn't what I was expecting, like, absolutely, she took a showgirl-esque deal yes and made it ratchet and that is that is what i like to see wait a minute i didn't even like put two and two together like that is so right oh my gosh like just her whole set working on the the floor there's tap dancers yeah this is why i'm literally so emotionally used to it because i used to be obsessed with like singing in the rain and stuff i used to watch with my grandparents all the time like that is like a big part of my personality i don't know i just like love tapping because of that and for her to do that show yeah. oh my god what yeah. that's kind of crazy i can't believe you didn't wow. put two together that. already come on I, d- I like i did but i didn't i don't know it's that's okay. crazy no worries tap dancing. yes but and mm-hmm. like obviously her winning and just her oh, speech yes. and like when beyonce went up with her i thought it was so cute and she was just like speechless and i thought it was amazing and i think it was a great thing for women his women's history month for us yes, to see that exactly. on the stage also, and i can't wait to pull up to the club dancing yes, the body me too <laughs> body yaddy yaddy anyways um <laughs> i also want to say and maybe this is just me being a uh, biased because i'm a woman i had to say i feel like there was a lot more female performers than males well you know what that's the whole and, scandal and but, like, i and I appreciate it. Is that is that yeah. the scandal? That's a scandal. Like right? the scandal is I because figured. yeah, like they the academy has been um, male uh, white dominated. Like, yeah, yes, as every large corporation, but they have been accused of like having a very sexist um, voting system and just like everything within the academy itself. And again, I'm wasn't really surprised to hear those allegations. I think it's great that people are stepping up, but I was. I think I was more so surprised that other people were surprised by those allegations, yeah, if you will. But so I feel like that's probably why they definitely featured a lot more female artists. But that's amazing, as they should, and I'm so happy that they did because 
the female well i just watched it and i was like i want every girl to watch this because it's empowering yeah like you're saying that's what like i was thinking i it think really i was supposed is to watch there's nothing more empowering than watching a female get on stage perform live at the largest music award show in the world mm -hmm. and kick ass at it too and yes wear heels while they're doing it makeup yep dance sing perform mm-hmm the whole nine yards mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Anyways. And I feel like I also want to make mention of Miss Taylor Swift also as well, because I was she just she gonna performed touch before on that. Amazing. Meg. Oh, amazing. Always on the same page. But I I have a lot of admiration for her as well. She's a completely different genre and Vibe. I know the spectrum when it comes to Meg, but uh, what I I think what I admire about her and respect to her because I like watching her was so fun because like she would incorporate little dance moves and stuff and like she's so talented but I wouldn't say coordination nope. is her strong suit but I love that she does it anyways and yes just has and it's so funny not funny but like it's 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 cute to watch because I'm like she doesn't care she's singing her heart out with this these lyrics that mean a lot to her and she's gonna put her emotions into her movements and I think yeah that's really awesome so oh my gosh and taylor swift's set was literally a magical whimsical beautiful beautiful set and the dress she wore while she was singing was perfect And the ode to the uh, lake house that she like recorded all the music in this this mm hmm quarantine, yeah and she, I think we can just go straight to the award she got. I let's talk about it. She won album of the year with folklore, and she deserved it. Had she's not been nominated for a Grammy in a very long time, let alone won a Grammy in a very long time, and. I think I was, I'm just happy for her because I know, like, I personally listen to her actual lyrics and I know Jada does too. And like, I, I hear the musical genius um, behind her entire album, not just one song or three songs. Like the entire thing is methodical and beautiful and the lyrics just blend together so well. And I, I see why she wins this Grammy, you know, like it makes sense. And I know there are people who hate on Taylor Swift or like don't and like don't think she's a good singer or don't think she's talented and whatever it may be. And I understand she's not like able to belt her little heart out and be the most amazing like Adele type singer. I get that. Yeah. But isn't all about singing. And if and people who are in the industry understand that. And if people who, Mm who hmm. have a musical ear, you understand why she, why the talent is there and what the talent means for her. And I don't know. I just went on to a little philosophical rant there, but I just <laughs> no, it's really, fine. I really think that she really does deserve it. No, I I think you covered the bases. I, I think that that's what I respect about her is that she embraces, I'm not going to say embraces not having, like, singing, I don't know. Like, she's, she's not a bad singer, I don't think. I Honestly, her voice is probably not my preferred, like, singing technique or whatever you want to call it. But I really admire that her talent comes from her lyricism and her commitment to crafting a methodically... like planned out album like and she's done that with all of her albums which is why I agree with that she definitely deserved album of the year especially with folklore 
and I admire that she takes her talent and she doesn't give it to someone else like she wants to own everything about what she has and she's like I'm willing to sing it I'm the one to perform like you know like yeah I think that's really awesome and amazing so I just I have a lot of respect for her as an artist and I yeah I totally understand there are people who don't feel that same way but yeah I don't know I just think you can't deny that she's an amazing lyricist like come on I know and like it's because we are creatives that we notice that because like Jade and I both have journals and like write a lot and we love the power of words and understand the power of words and language and phrases and and I think I just wish sometimes that I could give someone else my brain for like one second and like (laughs) no but I'm serious like when I talk about it with someone and I know they don't like Taylor Swift I'm like no but if you just took my brain and understood what it means and the way the why what she says matters then you would understand why she has album of the year. I agree. Yeah. I think my, yeah, my like pet peeve. Cause I think with Taylor Swift, like there really is nothing wrong with her. It's just that people, and I hate this. Like this is really one of my pet peeves are people who use any sort of art, whether that be movie genres, music genres, artists, whoever to be like pretentious or like Mm. gatekeep certain things. And like, say like, oh, you like this person, like, you're obviously not, like, a true musical such and such, or, like, you don't like this person, then you're obviously not, like, a true, like, I just think everyone, like, music is so amazing because everyone can find a different genre that they relate to and that makes them empowered, and from what I hear with people who don't like Taylor Swift, it never has actually anything to do with her as an artist, like, it's just, like, oh, she just sucks, Like, like, yeah maybe why does she suck yeah i'm like i'm like okay great she's not your preference but like why are you gonna freaking bag on her and say that everyone who likes taylor swift is not a true musical person like you're not paying attention to what she's like she so what she did shake it off and freaking we're never getting back together okay it was a bop she also gave us death by a thousand cuts and all too well so tell me Right now. The fact that I saw all too well in concert, but, like, didn't know the power of it. Like, I... The thing is... I'm sorry. (laughs) This is a really big tangent. I'm so (laughs) No, it's fine. But we don't really have a plan for this episode, so it's great. All (laughs) too well. I remember it came out in seventh grade, fall time, because she used to only release albums in, like, September, November areas, okay? Taylor Swift season. Taylor Swift season. It's well known by the T-Swifties, Okay. I didn't like Taylor. Yes. I was a hater. I was a hater. Red came out. Red came out. I said, I'm buying that album. I don't know what in, in, mm-hmm. in it, but I was like, it's going to be good. And guess what my favorite fucking song was when I, as a 12 year old? All too well. All too well. All too well. And I, <laughs> I, here's the deal. I didn't like a, I didn't like a boy in seventh grade. It wasn't like I was heartbroken. It wasn't like I knew what it meant to be heartbroken. I just, I'm telling you guys, I just had this musical genius in my head that was like, this is a good song. And I I was so young, I couldn't even explain why. But now I know it's because <laughs> Bridge is so heartbreaking. Every single oh. lyric in there is beautiful. But then I just I just knew it was a good song. Nobody else liked it but me because it's sad. And when you're talking, <laughs> why the fuck are you listening to this music like that? I was. Mm, there was Tinny. I was. Can I tell you that I have a weird like I love red so much but I have this weird (laughs) I'm gonna expose myself right now and whatever I don't care but I have like a resentment towards that album because Mm. (laughs) go ahead anyone no okay I had 
these two best friends uh-huh. who were my two best friends, whatever. And Christmas time, they, I guess their parents like got together and bought them tickets to go see Red in concert. I remember this. I remember. And I didn't get invited. And I was just pissed. And I remember I like boycotted that album because I was like, because okay. you were boycotting the friendship. I was nothing so mad. Against and like Swift. I tried, nothing against Taylor Swift, but I like couldn't listen to that album because I honestly was sad. And I don't even think I like was like, show- I don't remember at this point. I don't think I showed that I was mad at them for that. Because I just remember being super heartbroken by it. But I would listen to All Too Well because it was such a sad song. And I would scream and cry, scream cry to it because I was it's like, that's just that. so rude. It's that. That I couldn't see this in, yeah. in concert because I was like, I what? saw it. Like, I like Taylor Swift too. I saw it in Anyways. concert with one of my friends in middle school, floor seat. Mm. He sang over me. I swear we looked dead in the so eyes. Mad. I swear we made And you told me the story too. And I, I didn't even like Taylor Swift that much. I'm going to be honest. I was, I, mm-hmm. I had, I, oh my God. I, I became a Swifty for that remember. concert because I was going to floor seats and I have to know all the lyrics to every single song. But I really did like the album. I had, I bought the album because you couldn't just stream music. So I had to buy it, forced myself to listen to it, loved it, loved All Too Well so much. I love Starlight. It's such a good song too. Anyways, oh my God, 10 minutes later. I feel like I remember you talk like it with those other friends too you were saying like i even like to have by four seats and they didn't have as good as good of seats as you i don't know if i make it up in my head anyways i just have a remember a memory talking about it with them i was pissed but moving forward i now have let go of my I'm resentment so glad towards that album that you have because that's really so good glad that you have. <laughs> back to the grammys everybody <laughs> sorry for the taylor swift anecdote but you know she's our our love our mom she's our yes. music mom <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on to kind of like towards we were talking about like the Grammys in general and kind of one of the one of the awards they give out is new, new artist of the year or like best mm-hmm. new artist of the year or whatever it is and something that always always sparked my intrigue was that I know like I I could tell like some of these artists have been around for a long time they've just yeah. never been noticed and Jade right. and I were talking about how uh doja cat in particular Mm -hmm. she had like one of the little tribute videos to herself before she went on stage to perform and she had this whole entire conversation that was just kind of like i i'm nominated for best new artist of the year but i'm not a new artist like i've been Mm -hmm. around i've been doing this for a really long time and i'm just now being noticed and that's amazing but i actually i'm i've been a performer for a really long time i've been a musician for a really long time and like like basically reminding everyone watching the grammys and everyone who listens to music and everything like that that like oh yeah these people are hard working and really really have to make make themselves who they like into who they are and go through hours and hours and days and years and months and whatever it may be to be who they are and to get to the grammys yeah and i think it was so like her performance is also really amazing and like I love in the very beginning there like she had like a voiceover that said she says yeah. I think it was like oh I haven't been waiting for this my whole life I've been preparing and it yes. like I got chills when I heard that because I was like whoa like I think that's a such a universal lesson that everybody can take regardless of the field that you're in and for me like I specifically thought about like some of our friends who are like our friend Emily whose EP is 
coming up and coming soon she has some singles dropping at the end of the month and I thought about how like I get to see them at their beginning stages of being artists but like one day they could be freaking performing for the Grammys and like I know that they're not just like waiting for this thing to happen to them like they're preparing like they're putting in the work they're getting stuff done like they're getting ready to get this thing that is made for them and like I again think that's a universal feeling like when it comes to manifestation or whatever it is that you want in your life like you can't tell yourself that you're just waiting for something to come to you like yes you don't need to chase anything down like you can attract things that are meant for you but you should you shouldn't give yourself a narrative that like you're just like waiting around to see whether or not something's going to happen like act as if it's going to happen and prepare yourself for what you want to be the person that you want to be when that stuff happens to you you know and I think that was really cool and awesome that like Doja mentioned that and like Meg in what I don't know if it was in her little tribute scenario or like when one of her speeches but she said how like she used to just perform at any show that she could and like just get her name out there and I just thought it was really inspiring and amazing to see these artists who like talked about that part of their career rather than just saying like oh yeah like I never thought this was gonna happen or whatever yeah like, or, like no I've been doing this I've been hustling like, I've been yeah. hustling and trying to get where I knew that I was meant to be and I yeah. just think it's so amazing to see all these women in particular like yeah. finally in the spotlight and like getting those the recognition that they've deserved and so. I think it's extra inspiring because not because to bring up kind of what we talked about in the past is like that idea of imposter syndrome like how do you get rid of that and one of the ways is to to honor yourself by saying I earned this like I I don't it's not a surprise it's not like I haven't been working my whole life for it you know like I I I really 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 appreciate that they did that because that helps so many women and girls that are watching Mm -hmm. them see them gain their successes and earn their successes and say I earned this and I've been I've been hustling for it and I deserve it and I'm here and this is mine like this trophy is mine you know exactly yeah I love that and even like and in the end too and Billy because she got a record of the year yeah and I thought it was just really cute how she was like this goes to Meg like did that because like girl like you hustled and like that Tinny brought this up to me too like she told me right after the Grammys ended and I had the same thought of just like that's women empowerment like women recognizing other women's success and work and how they should be recognized as well and like I think at the end of the day when it comes to the Grammys like put aside the scandals and whatever it is and all these awards and recognition like that's what I think all industries should be about it should not be about busting your ass to get recognition or whatever because yes of course everyone deserves it but it should be about uplifting the fellow people in that field especially if you're a woman if you're any type of minority like if you see somebody doing something great you recognize them you know like uplift everybody and work hard as hard as you can and that's like how I think success can come to be if we just like appreciate that and appreciate that in other people I think it's really awesome yeah thank you for bringing that up because that was Mm -hmm. the cutest thing and I at first I couldn't recognize like normally she did that last year when she actually did deserve her Grammys and really was like, yeah. oh no, Ariana, you deserve this. And I was like, no, 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 yeah, Billy, yeah, like yeah. you deserve this. Like, you do, like yeah. please take it. Like I am the first person to be like, no, this person should be recognized for their success. Yeah. But you could tell in Billy's heart and soul and eyes when she was looking yeah, at Megan like, that she was like, no, like you deserve this. Like Billy understands that she's a talented artist, but she's like, right. you 
in this very moment right now mm-hmm. you deserve this and I think that's yeah. so cute and you did bring up like she even said I was gonna write a speech about why you deserve <laughs> this but I really didn't think I would win it <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. Just so cute and like she's everybody she's 19 let's remind ourselves she was born in 2001 and this bitch is saying this shit on stage and that's the power of gen z being in the spotlight and that's on period speaking of gen z okay okay, i think we can transition into (gasps) tweet of the week because i feel like this connects to exactly okay okay, okay. (laughs) my tweet of the week that i found was it said tiktok's impact on the music industry is fucking crazy and i just thought that was so funny because like that's what I thought when I was watching freaking like Meg Thee Stallion and like her and Doja Cat and them saying how they've been in this industry for so long. But the reason why they're in the spotlight right now is literally because of TikTok. And I think what was like cool about this tweet too is like underneath because the person who tweeted this like replied to themselves and said, some people are like, oh, TikTok ruined this song. But like I found so many songs because of TikTok and a lot of them are from underrated artists. Yeah. Once a song goes viral on their streams or the on their streams on Spotify or Apple Music blows up. So, like, basically they're saying, like, on TikTok, like, they found so many people, and now because of this platform, like, people can blow up, and that's how they go into the spotlight. And I think it's so cool that, like, Gen Zs and, you know, just the generation of people on TikTok, like, have done that, and there's this bigger space for so many different artists to become more successful and get more recognition, even though we just talked about how, like, recognition isn't really the reason why you should be doing what you're doing, but it's super just amazing and i'm just so thankful <laughs> to tiktok ew no i, I never thought i I'd know ever right say that, but like Literally. it's just so funny that this little clock app i like to say is running the world and now we have the best freaking club songs ever and i just can't wait to get in so i literally so I can... can't wait dance to Meg the Stallion and Doja Cat and just have the best time ever and I'm just so happy about it (laughs) okay mine is funny and it's about what Noah Cyrus wore to the Grammys so if you don't know what she wore (laughs) please look it up because you won't have any context I'll describe it she basically (laughs) wore this giant white gown but with like a giant like it almost looks like a headpiece but I don't really know anyways it like caresses her entire head and it looks like a cloud behind her with like a lot of silk sheets okay but the tweet is a picture of noah cyrus talking on the red carpet and it says it's in all caps and it goes i'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here because i remember it all 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 too well oh no (laughs) oh no so good i'm gonna screenshot this so we can post it on the paper funny no that's good it's a taylor swift song lyric obviously all too well and Noah Cyrus literally looks like a crumpled up piece of paper lying here because I remember it all too well. And that's on period. That is on period. And I love that. And we don't have to add this in, but I just had another tweet because I just opened Twitter. That's so funny. The first tweet that pops up, it just says, difficult night for my sexuality. And then it's a picture of Harry Styles in his leather outfit and then Dua Lipa. Okay, right I, just, and I, I said, just opened up correct. a tweet and it says, between Dua Lipa and Harry Styles, which one has the best abs? Go off, besties. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. like, I I think I, I've said, like, Harry Styles is my We literally talked about this in the- for him, but, like, obviously also for Dua Lipa, like, I think that <laughs> I, I just don't know what I would do if given the opportunity. I'm sorry, I have to say one more. You don't have to leave it if you don't want to. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's funny because I feel this. It says, why am I kind of living for this awkward Grammy vibes? Like, the thing is, is like, they all were 
st- they were all tiptoeing around every single person so every true. single host like any person that was like mm-hmm. a main person main person that hosts the grammys was like okay and uh yep okay and i was just like <laughs> anyways no it's so true it was so funny i watched like a little bit of the pre-grammy show too and i was like this is so <laughs> awkward but it's so funny and entertaining <laughs> to watch says- like one thing Taylor Swift is going to do is sing some songs in a tiny cabin in some moss. Wait, what? Do it again? It says one thing Taylor Swift is going to do is sing some songs in a tiny cabin in some moss. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, oh my god. No. I can't. What the hell are we going to do at Loverfest folklore evermore? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. How's that set going to go? I don't know. Because she performed it and she was trying to make it happy, and I was like, "Girl, it is sad." Yeah, just like leave, just, just let, let it be. be, let it be, <laughs> let it be. Okay, well, oh, yeah. this was a fun episode, and it makes me want to become a radio talk show host when we talk about things like Same. pop culture because I just love talking yeah. about it. And I think all in all, I'm just Wait. really inspired. I really oh. forgot to talk about Beyonce. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah. Before we close out, so Beyonce essentially just so there's sorry 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 today history was made with beyonce because she became the uh the first female artist to no no no, not the first female artist she won the most she now has won the most grammys overall as a woman in all of grammy history so there was a woman who had won 27 before her and now she has the top number at 28 Mm -hmm. and passes her own husband uh As basically she the only two people that are above her are quincy jones and sir george salty oh, that's amazing and i she's another person that i'm really inspired by and empowered by and just love who what she embodies and like just the power that she has and her like black parade actually was something that really like was an important thing for me to see this year i think or this over the past year and I just think that's so awesome. And I thought that was really cool that that was like one of the closing moments of um, one of the closing moments of the Grammys this year is just to see that like she broke a record and like that was as she should, like for as long yeah. as she's been around and for as much as she's given, like just her talent and everything is just amazing. It was so cute that her daughter is now a Grammy winner too. Like that was awesome. Yeah. She is also a fucking stud at the music film portion of the Grammys. Like, if you look at her accolades and her nominations, she's often just, like, awarded and nominated for the music film portion. And that's just, yeah. like, shows her art and her beauty and, like, how exactly. she sees, views music. And I love that about her. Yeah. Oh, amazing. What an amazing night for women <sighs> in Women's History Month. Um, yeah. Oh, and speaking of which, before we completely, completely end this entire um episode i want to mention if you have not seen already on our instagram we released <laughs> merch and so it's exciting. so exciting and it's just so funny because we like i don't know we like really i feel like it came together so quickly and it was just something that we were like you know what why don't we just do it we've talked about before even starting this podcast like how excited we were to one day have merch and because it's women's history month and we are both trying to embody that idea of just being empowered and um you know, going after the things that we think that we deserve, we decided, you know what, let's launch some merch this month. And we have a little collection. It features a quote by Dr. Maya Angelou on the back and a little cute necessary drama 
Women's History Month logo on the front. We have t-shirts, crewnecks, and hoodies in a few colors. And all of the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds that we make from this collection, we are going to be donating to an organization called the Alexandra House, which is in Los Angeles. And they are an amazing organization that um, helps and supports specifically women and children who experience homelessness. And I think like they're in there on their website, you can find out more about them and where you can donate and just see some of the things that they have done. And um, yeah, so we're really excited about that. So you can go ahead and check out our Instagram to the bio in our Instagram to see where you can purchase those merch items if you want to help support the Alexandria House and just sport some of our some of our merch around town. It'd be super cool. And we're so excited about it. So yeah. yes, we are. Oh. Our dream come true, literally. I know, seriously. Uh, before we started our podcast, we just wanted to have merch for some reason. So now we do. <laughs> yeah, now and we it's do. going to a good See, cause. And I'm very can, excited. I saw a phrase sometime a few months ago that said something about like, you don't have to like wait until you achieve all of your dreams like to live a lavish life. Like just incorporate yes. little tiny doses of that in your everyday life. So I think that's really cute in hey, front of us. If you, you have wait merchandise. too long... <laughs> If you wait too long, you might end up in a goddamn pandemic where you can't do anything. Exactly. So I always exactly. say just go for it. Just go for it. And I think that's what we've learned from the women in the Grammys today. Hell is yeah. Just go for it and commit to the things that you're doing. And yeah. good things can happen. And we're just so excited and um, and uh, appreciative and grateful that we can celebrate so many things um, amidst so many other crazy things that go on in our lives. And we're so Happy that we get to do it with all of you um, who listen and who support us every week. We're so thankful. So that concludes this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Necessary Drama Podcast, where you can keep up to date with all the things that we're doing um, in terms of episodes, giveaways, merch, uh, playlists for our monthly mixtapes, just all of the above. You can listen to us on all on your preferred podcast listening platform that includes google podcasts uh apple podcasts spotify podcasts all of the above amazon um it's not in our bio anymore but just look us up on any streaming platform and you'll be able to find us necessary drama and uh make sure you like rate comment subscribe all of the above because that really helps us out and if you get merch and you happen to take a picture in it, make sure you tag us because we'd love to see it. And uh, I think that's all I have. I think this is yeah. a really fun episode. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed talking about it. It was really fun. Me too. I had so much fun. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We are your hosts. My name is Jada, and I'm Tinny. <laughs> I sing and it a little bit there. Is- this is the Grammys. Oh, I love and that. And this, this, should we say, is necessary. Is necessary. Drama. Oh, we're not going to say. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and this is necessary. That is a mess. We love you guys. Tell somebody you love them. Have a good night, morning.